0: Welcome to Galaxy's Greatest, a Starfinder RPG actual play podcast trailing the adventures of a distant galaxy's greatest heroes. My name is Emma, and I'm the GM, leading my players through drift space and beyond as they overcome extraordinary challenges and uncover the galaxy's deepest secrets. The mysterious Dominion's fleet is in disarray as steward officers enter the bridge of the rogue space station to take command after a group of vagabond heroes killed the enemy commanders. Absalom Station is still under attack, though the Discorp and Chimera pilots have little direction to continue an effective assault on the station. Discorp agents aboard Absalom run in retreat toward their boarding vessels, few of which haven't been captured by the Starfinder Society and Silver Alliance. Chimera agents and mercenaries for hire remain locked in combat aboard Pyre Spike Station. We zoom out to see the entire battle in space, two massive space stations silently firing toward each other with tiny starships dodging the laser fire that penetrates the void between the two behemoths. Muffled explosions dot the void as some pilots make fatal errors or other pilots successfully target their enemies. We focus on Absalom Station Our camera zooms in toward the floating silver city encapsulated by a bubble. We move closer, passing through the walls of the outer disk. As we enter, flying through the fortress's streets, gunshots and shouts pierce the air. We slow down and arrive at a modest, if slightly dingy, building with a large play yard attached, surrounded by a fence. A small single-story, single-room building sits in the play yard. We zoom into the building, a martial arts studio to see an android man in a martial arts gi holding a young, gray-skinned Damai girl in his lap, one hand on her head, pressing it tightly against his chest. Outside of the yard, a group of three Discorp soldiers, adorned in green and silver armor, hop the fence into the yard, running from the thakasa riders that chase them. As if to hide, the agents burst into the martial arts studio where the man and the young girl sit, The man shields her with his body, places her down, and runs toward the soldiers who open fire on him. The laser fire strikes him, but he presses forward until he engages the men in hand-to-hand combat, dodging their strikes and artfully returning their blows. One of the soldiers goes down, and then another. The android is suddenly shot in the leg and falls. As the final soldier levels his weapon on her teacher, the gray-skinned girl takes a fighting stance and lets loose a blast of yellow energy from her hand that strikes the agent in the chest. Pushed into the wall, the Discorp agent falls unconscious and slumps to the ground. With one last look at the girl's yellow eyes and determined facial expression, we zoom back out. As we fly, yet again curving through the streets of the circular city, we see in the distance a group of Navy soldiers pushing forward against the Discorp and Chimera assault force. The black and blue armor of the United Pact Navy glistens in the artificial light of the station as laser fire and bullets zip between the Navy and the intruders. One of the Navy soldiers, a skinny, lanky human isolated from the rest of his group and wearing an exocortex as part of his helmet, kneels down and aims his rifle. For a moment, we see the battle from his eyes, a digital targeting reticle, transparent enough not to impede his normal vision, wildly switches from one target to the next. Map, he says, get it together. The targeting reticle picks the largest of the Discorp soldiers, zeroes in, and changes from blue to red. The soldier fires. We follow the path of the projectile until it strikes his enemy. The Discorp soldier falls, and the lanky human squadmates advance another six feet. As the Discorp intruder falls, our camera turns, and we see one of the pack Navy soldiers also fall to the ground. The lanky man ducks down, runs toward him, pulls a medical kit, and begins administering first aid behind cover. An AI pops up on the lanky man's wrist, a spherical ball of light. "Map, not the time, he says. Just checking in, sir. I thought you might want to know that I could engage the station's internal defenses if you plugged me into that wall panel across the way. Nice try, Map. You insane bot. Just keep an eye on those targets. We fly away from the lanky soldier and his AI, zooming through the streets of Absalom until we reach a docking bay with a large 94 painted on the floor. A group of Silver Alliance mercenaries stands watch over three unintended boarding ships, waiting for Discorp and Chimera agents to retreat back toward their vessels. The Silver Alliance sets up defensible positions and looks toward the docking bay's entrance. A few moments of silence pass, then another few. The distant pinging of blaster fire and projectiles drifts closer and closer until the docking bay doors open with the fearful shouts of the intruders looking to escape. We fly forward through their ranks and curve right through the streets, all the while flying above a group of forty to fifty Discorp agents. Behind them, in the distance. A fearless and loud orc in techno-magical power armor shouts and laughs in pure joy from the exhilaration of forcing his enemies to retreat. He screams as he fires a massive automatic weapon into the crowd of intruders. Some fall and some keep running as the orc jumps up and down in excitement. As the intruders run away, he conjures a floating disc, steps aboard, and flies through the enemy's ranks, shooting as he flies, we follow this orc into the docking bay until he laughs and claps his hands, a shimmer of invisibility draping over his body until he is nowhere to be seen, more of his enemies falling from what seemed to be his shots from the edge of the room. We then zoom toward a wolf standing upright in the back of the room, a Vlaka gentleman wearing a Silver Alliance crest over his armor, his hands outstretched, begins casting spells to aid his allies. Their wounds begin to close and their bullets are guided ever so slightly toward their targets. We zoom toward the face of this wolf to see his eyes covered by a band of cloth. The man kneels down behind cover and places his paws on the ground. He begins to hum. An eerie melody strikes the air as a brief shockwave of light emanates from his body. As he lets out his song, a Discorp soldier runs to strike him with a baton. A blade made of bone unsheathes from the Vlaka's wrist, and, with the blindfold still covering his eyes, he uppercuts the man in the stomach with his blade. We exit Docking Bay 94 into the void between the two space stations. We fly through the battle as the civilian fleet and the armada clear out the remaining enemy ships. We arrive in a docking bay aboard Pyre Spike Station, flying through the streets and seeing something similar to what we saw aboard Absalom, except the attackers here consist mostly of steward officers and a number of Pact World's tieflings wearing ceremonial armor. Three tieflings wearing lighter and more modern armor peel off from the group along with two steward's officers. These individuals all carry small-arm weapons and begin sprinting through a series of empty alleyways. They suddenly stop as one of the stewards holds up his hand. The five individuals set up positions, as if to ambush someone. As they look through the alleyway while hiding behind an abandoned storefront store, a group of mercenaries walk toward a metal door at the far end of the alley. As they step forward, one of the stewards motions for a tiefling, a young blue man with spiraled horns wearing a leather duster to move up quietly. The blue tiefling nods and steps up, crouching as he moves. The mercenaries open the door at the end of the alley, stepping into what seems to be the open yard of a large residence. Please, a woman's voice screams, we did everything asked of us, please, this station is our home. The blue tiefling looks behind for approval. A steward nods back at him, and the blue man in the leather duster opens fire, the rest of his group joining in to flank the mercenaries. We leave Pyre Spike Station, zooming out into space to see the battle coming to a close. Absalom Station has been saved. A few months pass, the Pact Worlds are shaken. It is the year 318, and the battle for Absalom has scarred the star system, leaving many Pact citizens feeling less confident in the safety their government promises. The thought of two mega corporations attempting to seize control of the system's hub for cultural unity is frightening. To make matters worse, rumors are spreading that a sinister power outside of the Pact Worlds orchestrated the entire attack. The galaxy feels much larger and much less predictable than before the assault on the station. Nonetheless, the stewards are more active in their patrols and the Starfinder Society is working to rebuild the star system's trust. One thing remains steady amidst the chaos and fear. The groups and individuals who value the prosperity of their communities continue to stand against those who would threaten them. The Starfinder Society and the Stewards took up arms against the Discorpin Chimera boarding parties. The Stewards sent officers to board Pyre's bike station. Many Absalom citizens saw threat to their freedom and joined the fray, amassing a sizable force in the streets as well as a small but threatening civilian fleet bound by the accords a fleet of Vesk pilots joined the united pact defense fleet though fear plummets the pact worlds into uncertain times it is clear that the star system is a safer place because of the people who help some of those who helped when peace and safety was threatened during the battle for absalom have been approached in gratitude by the united pact government these individuals have been gifted with a trip to new elysium a stunning all-inclusive luxury resort set to proceed with its grand opening in the diaspora.